Hello and welcome to What's Your Career Story? I'm Dana Loftus-Reader, your host, and I'm excited you're joining me. Each episode, I'm honored to get to hear different professionals share their story on how they navigated their path to their career. Today's guest is Fran Biederman-Gross. Fran is the CEO and founder of Advantage, an Inc. 500 global digital branding and marketing agency in New York. Since 1992, Advantage has blossomed from a local printing business to an international firm serving clients around the globe. Well, Fran, thank you so much for volunteering to be our guest today. I'm thrilled to have you on. You know, the purpose of this podcast really is to give perspective and insight to my high school students, my parents, and actually transitioning adults. One area of interest for them is marketing and all its enormous umbrella that goes under that. And you came highly recommended. I can't tell you how much I appreciate you being available and sharing your story. Because what I want from this podcast is for people and my young adults in particular to realize that the entire career process is a marathon. It's not a sprint. And we all have different chapters that make up our book professionally and personally. So I would love if you would just share a little bit about your background and um, where you come from and, and that type of information to kind of set a foundation for everyone. So first of all, thank you so much for having me. I It's, it's an honor to live my own purpose and trying to help others really understand why they're here and what, you know, help them articulate what excites them every day so that they get out of up and out of bed, excited for what they're doing in their lives, and that they should feel fulfilled, right? So the best place, despite the fact that, yes, I'm, you know, considered an expert, if you will, um, in branding and marketing, how is that relevant to career? So you also asked me about my story. I think talking about the relevance to branding is far more interesting. (laughs) But the truth is, it is, it's a long distance marathon, right? So one of my one of my mentors always says, we are in the state of becoming, right? We never, mm-hmm. when we get to the, t- the peak of the mountain, what do we see, right? We see that there are other mountains that are actually even taller. Now that we don't want to discourage you, but we want you to understand that our life experience teaches us, you know, when we reach a goal, we set another one, right? We're not, uh, we're not picking our end all be all career mm-hmm, right. at the time where getting to college, right? They're always wanting to know, what's your major? What's your major? Like, hey, guys, relax. Mm -hmm. You just got to college, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Embrace the experience. Try everything. You know, you're going to learn very quickly what you like and what you don't like, what you're good at, what what you're not good at. Um, And that's, you know, really the important side of why branding and marketing really is a direct, there's a direct correlation to those who are really looking to quote unquote, talk about their careers or where they transition. It doesn't matter, right? We're all, we're all in this journey and really our entire purpose or goal really is to feel fulfilled at the end of every day Mm -hmm. that we contributed somewhere and to be passionate and to be excited and to be valued and, you know, feel safe at work where Mm -hmm. we're contributing. So did you, when you were in high school, um, did you know that marketing 
obviously branding was not a thing back then. That wasn't the word that was used. Did you know that's what you wanted to do? And when you graduated from high school, what was kind of your next next chapter? So a little bit about my story. Um, I First of all, I'm observant and Jewish living in the state of New York. So very, uh, very large Jewish community. And I went to a private school where we had a dual curriculum. So I never got out of school much before five or five 30 with tons of homework, um, as one would expect with a dual curriculum. Um, and in our environment and in our community, we really are encouraged to take, I wouldn't call it a gap year, but we take our first year out of high school and we go to Israel to actually embrace and love to look, you know, really embrace and learn not only the language, but the history of the country that we've, that, you know, feels like home from our heritage. So I spent the year abroad, um, vowing never to return. So I did spend a couple of years there. Um, but what I really learned was that this, you know, breath of fresh air to actually have this exploration oh my God, you mean I can choose my own classes and I can Mm. go to night school or I can get a job or I can do a host of things. Of course, society and our parents tell us otherwise. Mm. But, But even with the limited freedom that we have, you absolutely have the freedom to choose. Mm -hmm. The freedom to actually make a choice, see if you like something, try it. And if you don't, move on. Mm -hmm. But what's amazing about that try is that you get to learn something, right? We get to gain our life experience and what we like and what we don't. So here I am living in Israel, loving the um, the freedom, the exploration. I mean, here I was, I was 18 years old, 17, 18 years old, uh, right fresh out of high school with a bunch of my friends, a backpack, and here we were exploring the world. Yes, we went to school, we had curriculum, um, I had I earned a lot of a fair amount of almost a whole years of college credits, and I got to explore a country that I loved. Um, after that, I loved it so much I really didn't want to come back. Found myself <laughs> at American University with a program over there, taking you know courses at Hebrew University, even Bar Ilan at times. Um, got myself an apartment, some health insurance to make mom and dad you know, somewhat secure that I was going to be okay. And, and then I did a fair amount of volunteering at a children's hospital. So again, I was, I was exploring everything that made me who I am mm-hmm. today, right? right? It was a big contributing factor. Yeah. And now I- in school and in university, right? I took lots of courses. I was always interested in marketing um, and economics. I liked, I was very entrepreneurial my mm-hmm. whole life. Um, and if we look at those sum total of experiences of what I liked and what I don't, there's a lot of repeatable patterns that we can see that show up in different instances. And I didn't learn that really until after I met Simon Sinek, who said, hey, let's teach you back in 2005. And we talked about the golden circle and what's your purpose and what's your why. And as you look back and you look at your historical patterns, um, which I'm sure your parents and your best friends can easily repeat some of the best things and you know how you think and how you make decisions, but it's very recognizable once you look for it. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think you hit a really great point <clears throat> when I talk with students in high schools or parents. When I was in college back in the 80s, 
we did get to explore. We did get to take classes we were curious about. And what I find now with this generation, it's because of such a high cost of higher education, they don't have that necessary luxury. Um, right. which they go I, in for more. Yeah. It's like a targeted. Car- right. What am I going to do? Not to mention they're taking dual credits, AP courses. Oftentimes students ha- can have anywhere from 30 to I've heard 60 hours of yeah. college credit before they even step on a campus. Yep. And so, you know, sometimes I think when an individual chooses to take what would be considered a non-traditional path, a gap year, um, studying abroad, whatever that may look like, there's a lot of pressure of you haven't fulfilled the the wishes or the mm-hmm. expectation. But so much growth comes from those opportunities. You know, I'm going to say that it's it's the internships, it's the trials, it's the volunteerism. Mm-hmm. It's those things through, you know, I'm going to say grade school at this point to high school that really begin to shape you as a human and what motivates you, right? What drives you, right? Everybody, each, each of us, even though you might think just because I'm a branding expert and I do this for companies, it's it's not just for companies. It's really about mm-hmm. your individualism, who you are, what, you're, you're, what you believe in to, at your core. And if you can really articulate that and learn that now, even in high school, I mean, listen, I have an 11-year-old mm-hmm. who just celebrated, well, she's turning 12. She just celebrated her bat mitzvah. Mm-hmm. And I love um, in, the, in this private school that she's in now, the girls are, yes, we all think of the bar and bat mitzvahs and the big, big, big parties and all of that. And all of that, it happens, maybe not to that scale. But what I love about the environment she's in now is that they encourage them to accept their adulthood and actually do something that's for society and for the community that's important. And it's funny because I know a word when um, you and I spoke yesterday as we prepared for this, you one word that continued to resonate, and I think about just the marketing field in general, is storytelling. That was one thing I took away from our conversation yesterday. It's, yeah, it's story. Uh, listen, there are so many things that are running through my head right now to respond to you, but people don't remember what you say. Mm. They remember how you make them feel. When you speak in facts and you talk to convince somebody something, you have almost no shot of doing it. But when you can strike a chord in the human heart that connects to your brain, that makes you feel something, you will remember it. If you love it so much, you, it'll be uncontainable and you will have to tell someone. And that is modern day marketing. So it's how not do- me, the company that does that. It's you who felt something that me, the brand did and told it to someone else. Right. So how do high school, college level students learn how to do that? They do it every day. They do, they do it every single day, probably better than we do it. They do it openly on social. Now there's a whole host of good Mm -hmm. things and bad things, but that said, they do it better. They, this generation is more emotionally connected and emotionally mm-hmm. driven to make purchases than we are. Mm. You know, their decision-making process starts with they have to feel something. You know, as, we, as we're watching the younger generations, you know, mature, 
they really are affected globally, right? We think, Mm -hmm. you know, older generations do, you know, things locally, shop local, shop small. Yes, that's all true, but they have a global mindset where they don't mind shopping small through Etsy, buying, you know, this African-American, you know, this African, South African or whatever, this woman from a faraway land who's trying to put her food on the table for her child. And with the power of the internet, she's buying something as a gift or for herself or for someone else and helping someone else. And that's a big proponent of what drives Mm -hmm. behavior today in this generation. They're doing it better. What I think is very interesting in the world that I come from is very much about understanding what we believe is this brand foundation, their mission, their vision, their purpose. What are those three things? These are your three fundamental components of your communication that will help you when you understand them about yourself, will help you stand out and get noticed in a crowd any day of the week. Mm-hmm. So a lot of a lot of parents will ask me, you know, as, as obviously I work with individuals to help them select careers or ideal paths that make sense for who they are, what they like, and ultimately what can they do. But a question that comes up, and you live on the East Coast, I have a lot of clients actually on the East Coast. Um, They always ask about universities, whether where you go matters and public versus private. So I'm curious about your perspective. Now, I know you're an entrepreneur and I have lots of friends who are entrepreneurs. And so your mindset sometimes is a little bit different. Um, But I'm curious about your thoughts on that. You know, I think education is incredibly relevant. My grandmother always told me that no, it's something that no one can ever take away from you. And while that's incredibly true, you know, life lessons and life experience sometimes is richer, right? I, and I am, you know, a learning junkie, right? I participate in continuing education, educational, you know, difficult uh, entrepreneurial master's programs that are very intense over, you know, for a period of time over multiple years, because you want to track the growth and build relationships in that class or that cohort. Um, So, you know, education comes in so many forms and society today, listen, back then there was no school of entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm, You were crazy when you wanted to go into either entertainment or start your own business. Mm -hmm. Of course, I married a guy who went into entertainment. So the two of us are absolutely nuts, (laughs) but we are super passionate about what we're able to create and how we're able to empower others through storytelling because that's the fundamental way that we communicate. Is school important? Absolutely. Is it the end all be all? Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. You know, I probably would be crushed if my daughter said I didn't want to go to college. I don't know that I would let her do that because she needs the time and the space Mm -hmm. to expand her experiences and her knowledge. And there's no question with the rising cost, trade schools are amazing. Now, if you can figure out what you, what motivates you and what you're good at and what you like, um, they're incredible and they're great, what I would call shortcuts mm-hmm. to actually getting into the meat and potatoes of life. That said, how do we do that? And honestly, in developing these three keys in this framework that we develop for brands, which really is meant for external purposes and the marketing and branding side of what companies 
you know, the way they need to communicate and how they communicate. It's really meant for individuals. And what we've found over the last, well, I would say since 2005, so about 15 years now, is that these three keys that we talk about are very, very, very appropriate for individuals to the point where as much as we do and work on the business externally, we support businesses internally once mm-hmm. we have this these three keys of their their brand foundation. Right. It's super appropriate for mm-hmm. individuals. Right. So you asked me about how what they like and how how can they even determine that? There's a really great assessment that they for like I think it's 1999 the full mm-hmm. version's like 50 bucks. But you cannot argue with the amount with Gallup and the mm-hmm. amount of data that they have based on this psychology, it's the, these assessments are so incredibly rich. Right. And what's amazing about this assessment, which is um, called the strength finders assessment mm-hmm. um, is that it helps you understand not diagnostically, but diagnostically categorize you against 14 million other people on what you're good at based on their algorithm of 200 questions, mm-hmm. which will right. take about 45 minutes. Right. And that's really helpful. And, you know, obviously I live in the world of assessments and I believe in them wholeheartedly. I really, really do. It's funny when my youngest um, was in seventh grade, I gave her strength finders, the youth one. And I even recommended it in one of my very first blog pieces because at that age, she was struggling to know, gosh, do I have any wonderful gifts, right? Just that age. And to this date, it still hangs on her wall. You know, I know young adults want answers. Um, shoot, adults want answers. And and I think the assessment, you hit such a, a poignant point that they've been around and they've had so many people who have taken the assessments to gain um, valid outcomes. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people just don't understand sometimes the world of assessments, but how powerful they can be. There's no question it can fall down the rabbit hole of, you know, dollar after dollar assessment after right. assessment. But just skimming through things at face value, there are some fantastic ones mm-hmm. that you can learn different things about yourself. Um, our team in here takes a series of them, mm-hmm. right? So because they reveal different things at surface. Right. Um, and the more you know about your team and what their innate strengths are, what they're good at, or what they hate doing, mm-hmm. you know, you learn to complement them and to support each other, right? After all, you want to feel supported just the same way. Right. So right. the more you know about yourself and the more you know about your peers, you know, the the most it's just it's totally amazing. Yeah. You know, it's it's it really has changed and shaped organizations that we worked with for more than 10 years now. Mm-hmm. And just to get that root of understanding, I'm really good at this. And right. it's not coming from a place of arrogance, right? Sure, sure. We want to be able to articulate, hey, you know what I'm really good at? I'm really good at what's recognizing unique, what's unique and special about mm-hmm. you and helping you understand and articulate it. Right. And it's so funny because my girls laugh at me because everything that I come in contact with, or for instance, I can guarantee you're a brainstormer. Your brain probably never shuts off. Mm-hmm. You probably do not sleep. Um, You have to be that. You have to have that level of brain quality to do what you do. It, it's yeah. just non-negotiable. It's, it's if you don't have any ideas, then you're miserable. And people just don't realize, gosh, you know, there's actual ways to find that out. As we kind of look at the future um, with marketing, you know, marketing managers, just that entity is growing faster than the national average, which is 6.5%. 
Um, U.S. wise, it's growing at 9.4. And in Texas, we're at almost 20%. We have an incredibly strong economy. And what a lot of people don't realize is that for a bachelor's degree, which is majority of what people have in this field, um, sometimes we think more education is better. It's not necessarily the case. Um, In the U.S., they start out around 70,000, average is 134, and high is 208 plus. And in Texas, we're higher than that. So, you know, I always want clients to think about careers that they can have as a sustainable um, lifestyle, be happy with what they're doing. Sometimes they select careers that there is zero growth and then they get out of college. They can't get a job. You know, that takes, you know, they've got student debt. There's a whole issue. So tell me where you think kind of in the last formal question you see the marketing field, branding field going in the future, next 10 years? Um, I don't even think you have to look 10 years out, actually, for that. I think that you, I really think where marketing is going is going to be about being, you know, intelligent, Mm. right? And I think about AI, I think about, um, I think all about customer experience. I I believe um, marketing is completely shifted when we think about crossing the chasm, right? Which is an incredible theory um, for marketing. You really can't market to the majority of people. Mm-hmm. You, only your ambassadors can. So the people that you need to market to is a much smaller subset. Mm. And then they need to do the marketing for you. Mm. When you think about if you think about that theory and being able to tip that point to get mass adoption, the only way to do that is to absolutely love the hell mm-hmm. out of your favorite, you know, make your fans, your fanatics. Mm-hmm. That is absolutely the way customer service is going. We all demand intelligent responses. We demand uh, customization and personalization. And I really do believe that you can scale that with intelligence and artificial intelligence. So I want you to share, as we kind of come to the end of this podcast, I know you have a new book coming out and I have Uh, read about it. And I, in fact, printed off some, some pages that really resonated with me, but I want, I want you to tell our listeners about it. I'd be happy to. And thank you for uh, mentioning it. This is a very exciting time. Um, I think the biggest form of flattery is when a client is so happy at, you know, with the work that you do and you become friends Mm. and then he asks you to write a book with them. So this incredible, I I invite you to go to the website, three keys, um, three keys book.com and to take a look at how we took these three keys, which by the way, despite the fact that the, the title of the book you know, is how to lead a values-based professional services firm, which I'm sure most high schoolers are not going to pick up. (laughs) However, um, it's really about three things in the book. Number one, the introduction is super fun because it's the story and how we even got to write a book and why we wrote this book together. And it's it's a very easy read and it's very entertaining because it's such an unlikely story. Secondly, Chapter one and two are about leadership and culture. And every person, whether you run a Fortune 100, whether you run your own entrepreneurial ice cream shop, 
whether it's a professional services firm or you know you're selling goods versus services, everybody has leadership skills and they need to be cultivated and understanding what culture is around you. And the three keys in the appendix is absolutely outlined and described and the theories of you know why this why these three keys in helping you as an individual communicate better with your as a leader or as part of a team uh, is really outlined there. So just for the appendix and the first two chapters alone, um, there's tremendous value. And all we want to do, like when you look at the my personal purpose and why we get excited every day to run the you know the the agency that we do is because we really want to rally around the leaders so that they actually realize their visions, their dreams. We want them to succeed. So our job on the communication side is really to help them rally their teams. And this brand foundation, which is incredible for marketing, and you would think that this book would be about marketing, but it's not. It's really about how to take these three keys and it's the underpinning of every aspect of your business. So you'll definitely get a lot out of it from a marketing perspective just the theory of going external, but there's so much more intrinsic value on the internal side. So I know that's not every high schooler's dream to read this book, (laughs) but if you just embrace why you do what you do, what is its purpose to you and understand what your core values, when you get to any work environment, you will actually understand how to align to them better and prove why that you should stand out from the the rest of the applicants. It's incredibly appropriate from the career side. Yeah, that's that's a perfect statement. Perfect statement. Well, one thing I'm wanting to end podcasts on is kind of three words of wisdom that you wish you had known when you were in high school or or some um, words of wisdom for kind of the next chapter. When I was in high school, I wish I had I really wish I had a mentor. Mm. I really wish that I understood. And even if I had one that was available to me, I don't know that I would have understood the value of that relationship. I only understood that later in life um, as everybody, you know, when you realize the value of them, Mm. you want them. But there are such great teachers who really are phenomenal mentors that you only realize later mm. how much of an impact. I wish I was more conscious of that. Mm-hmm. I wish I had more internships and experiences mm. because I wish my exposure was greater. You know, I love um, I love taking the high school interns. You know, we take two every semester. Oh, that's great. And just, you know, really give them the opportunity I, to really be in, in a culture and an environment so that they can, they're set up for success. Those are great. We actually, I'm a huge proponent of internships. In fact, part of the process with my clients, they have to do informational interviews with their top four and then the job shadowing. Ideally, I'd love for them to do internships. And it is great to see how many companies are learning to embrace the students in high school, that that's where it needs to be happening. So kudos to you because it it takes a lot of effort and time to mentor and and guide. Um, So that's awesome. Yeah. One of our big core values, right? So mm-hmm. we're not guiding others to be better at whatever it is that they enjoy doing than we're not supporting. I totally agree. Fran, yeah. thank you so much. You have 
given so much uh, perspective and insight. And I just can't tell you how much I appreciate you sharing your story and and your incredible success. So thank you for your time. And I know the listeners will really gain so much from hearing it. Oh, I, it's really my pleasure. And I'm, I'm, I'm happy to uh, return the favor as our, as our podcast is just kicking off in about two months um, as we launch the book. And I really look forward to helping you on your journey, help all of your incredible listeners be on a passionate path, right? To doing things that they love. So tell me, tell us what your website is. Um, so the advantages website is advantages.net. Uh, you can find the book at three keysbook.com and you can pretty much find me at franbutermingross.com. So wonderful. You get to any one of those sites, you'll get to everywhere. She's everywhere. All right. Yeah, but interact with me on LinkedIn or, um, you know, on social Instagram, I absolutely respond. If you have any questions for me about journeys and, and core values and purpose, I'd be happy to interact with your, with your audience. Thank you so much. All right. That's it for today. Thank you for listening to what's your career story. If you'd like early access to episodes, you can join us at what's your career If you'd like to learn about career paths, sign up for our monthly newsletter, which is also available at whatyourcareerstory.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.